Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 101 of The Hungry Gamers, powered by Audio Technica and 8bit.net. I am your new leading host, the very humble Celine the Dream here, and I am joined by my two favorite people in the whole world, the brand new formation of The Hungry Gamers going forward, <laughs> Miss Ali Hart and Nato J. Uh, guys, welcome to the New World Order. <laughs> I like that we went down the wrestling route. It's just been ass man and now wrestling. It's going to be I, the wrestling thing. The, I was thing. literally just about to say, can I be Hulk Hogan? But then I just remembered he's a terrible person. And no, I don't I, I don't want to be Hulk Hogan in the NWO. Invade. Can I be Thunderlips then? Why is he bad? Is it because he's like... Um, like dodging taxes? Oh no, he's like he... a huge racist. He's a little bit racist. Yeah, he's a huge racist. Wow. Okay. What about Goldberg? He's a terrible wrestler. And Mm. what about Sting? Oh, good old Stingy boy. That's all I used to do in the games with Sting. I just used to always like do. And also, and also, he's like based off one of my favorite like (laughs) movie characters ever, The Crow. So yeah, and he had the Stinger Splash, right? Yeah. I'm really, I don't know anything about wrestling, but I know this. That's all I know. And Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the redneck hero of, of 1995. Yeah. Doesn't he um, drink tea now? I'd, I'd just like to say the episode that Brendan's not know. here, we're talking about wrestling and he's going to be pissed. They're like, I always want to talk about wrestling and how much money I spend on the game, but yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounded exactly like Brendan. He's like low key. He's like low key a 2K influencer now. He's he just is. like blowing yeah. all his money. He's just um, not. He's, he's not. He's not getting paid for it. He's paying them to be the 2K influencer. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that Pez runs a tight ship. Um, of course, Brendan isn't here, so we decided to scrap him after 100 episodes. Thank you for your service to 8 bit, Brendan. Um, I have killed him and taken over 8-bit as per the 8-bit bylaws, uh, which we've spoken about on occasion. Um, he it's who like Logan's run. Yeah, he who kills the leader takes ownership of... I don't know. Oh, I don't so know. it's like a Highlander thing. Like, Highlander There can, can only yeah. be one. It's, yeah. I'd like to think it's more like a Afro Samurai dealio where there can be... A, yeah. you know, Anyone can challenge number two, but only number two can challenge... Which, you know, challenge number one. I'm, I've just appointed myself number two there. That's a bit presumptuous. I'm sure um, Ali might want to contest that. No, Ali? She's hashtag been... Sam's shit. Hashtag Ali's number three. Um, <laughs> I'm actually really cut. Then you were number two. He said a lot of like... Uh, Brendan, like last week in the conversation with you guys in the 100th episode, if you haven't heard <laughs> he it, did. He just head. absolutely like let go. <laughs> so, 
peeling the curtain back a little bit we we recorded all those like little bits separately and over a number of days and obviously you know if you didn't hear the person they weren't there so i had no idea what the hell was being said in your conversation but uh yeah apparently apparently it goes like you guys one a and one b then chester and then a few other things than me (laughs) so brendan in the bin mate you're in the Uh. bin I love that. Oh, but hang on. We didn't know. We weren't top. We weren't top dog. Excuse the pun. Chester was. It was only because it was took, me and Twiddly and Twiddledum. Yeah, he literally had to take a <laughs> shit in, in the lounge room for us to be above him. Oh, like, that's... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I forgot about the uh, the shit in the lounge room. Yeah, but that but that's the only way, way that he's, like, below us. Like, apart from shitting in the goddamn lounge room... Mm. And we're probably going to be dropping a level when we visit him anyway, because we'll probably do the same thing, so... (laughs) I would like to really take this opportunity to thank um, not only the people who joined us, but also the roasters. Uh, So we had Reset Podcast, Michael and Tegan from Reset. We had Pez... I just like... Can I... No, wait, wait. I I just want to say a huge (laughs) thanks. Huge thanks to those beautiful roasters from Respawn, because they said... They didn't roast me, they said... Reset, huh? reset. Sorry, reset. Oh, no, no. Whole bit's <laughs> been And there tight. it goes. Yeah, and I, I was riding I was riding the lightning so well, and now I fell off, and I'm well, dead. They might be high in your heart, but I can guarantee you you're not high in theirs right now, no? <laughs> um, so just uh, really quick, I want to name them. Thank you to Reset, not Respawn. Uh, thank you to Pez, dear friend of the show, Pez. Thank you very much to Jono. Um, putting in work. If you haven't heard it, go and give it a listen. And my friends, uh, Forever Movie Boys as well. Thank you for your lovely contribution, you absolute pricks. Um, Solid impersonation. I want to... Yeah. I want Point. On point. I want to put it to the crew, to you guys. Rank them. Best to worst. Or what was your favorite one? I feel like oh. it was hard. There were some burns in there, wasn't there? The Forever Movie Boys were just like, I, as I said we, before we started recording, for like the first 10 seconds of their bit, I literally thought it was you with them. And then I was like, oh wait. Like, I think they just went off tone for like two seconds. I'm like, oh, it's not, Sam. They do it our bang up job of impersonating. Oh, hey, I'm Sam, you know. <laughs> See, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Why did you do Italian? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'm a Sam. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. That's how good of a job they did because you're actually pretty hard to impersonate. I actually was listening to it and thought that it was close. It was probably pretty close. And I was so upset when I heard it because uh, it just occurred. Like, it, it was just a realization that I sound like an absolute drongo. Um, I don't know. I liked, I, I really enjoyed Pez's. I thought Pez had some fire. Yeah. Um, really really scathing things said there to all of us. Ali, I know you think you got off light, but I think Pez gave you a bit of a rinsing. No, I I feel like, um, well, I just mentioned, I'm like, no, like when we're talking about the uh, roast earlier, um, I said, oh yeah, but then Pez started making fun of the game. And then you guys were like, no, he wasn't. And I'm like, oh, that still makes sense. I obviously still don't like the game because I thought he was making fun (laughs) of it. Um, Yeah, no, I felt like I got off light with all the roasts. Jono's was way too nice for a roast. Jono's just a sweetheart. When he's when he's present, I, I can't even like swear. No, you just need to get him drunk. Like the time at PAX on the tram ride home, he was like absolutely roasting my old uh, podcast host of one of my old podcasts. And 
I was like, this is a side of John Oates. Like, he still didn't swear, because that boy is just, like, immune to swearing. But he was still, in the most non-swearing way, he was coming at them. So next time, Jono, pick up your act, have a few, have a few brewskis, bevies, at, and then and then start a roast. That's have a couple, have a couple of cruisies. <laughs> has no, anyone? Thank did, you. Did you have any cruisies that night, Ali? Did I have any? Yeah, Cruzy. Cruzy ordered a drink. I, I forget what's in it. I feel like it's Frangelico and something else. But Cruzy has his own concoction, oh, which tastes right. great. And oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about vodka cruises. No, yeah. Cruzy. Cruzy's got his own own little deal there. Cruzy from it is what it is. Um, anyway, uh, I'm sure he'll anyway. let us know. Sorry for forgetting. Uh, anyway, guys, we're, we're in the new era. Um, Brendan's obviously not here, not because he's been killed, but actually because he's... Uh, actually, I don't know why he's not here, Brendan. Not good enough. Um, you need to bring a sick note in, I think, to the next podcast. Oh. Well, well, like I don't want to defend old Papa Hungry. You but, never, you never do. But the day that we were supposed to record, he was unavailable. So that's that's why he was unavailable that okay. day. So, you know. I'm sure he'll refute this when he gets back next week. Uh, guys, what have we been playing? It's been it's been a little bit of a period here, which doesn't bode well for me because I've only got one game I really want to talk about. But um, but it's been about I'd say about two weeks since we've really reported on what we've been doing. Ali, what yeah. have you been doing? Well, I know that I've already kind of discussed this, but I got really like balls deep into Stardew Valley, yeah, and like to an alarming degree, um, I got a devil chicken, which I didn't think was a thing right yeah no um a witch came into my farm overnight and cursed an egg and then i'm like and then yeah your egg goes like there's like an egg there and it's like black and red and i'm like what the fuck is this so i had to google it and then yeah and then i put it in the hatchery thing and now i have a deviled chicken cool what is it what is is quite suitable what does it do is it just like look like a devil or does it well it's black and red it's Uh black and red and then it makes it makes those eggs and Devil then you eggs. can make, yeah, like weird mayonnaise and stuff. Mm. Not a sexual innuendo. Yeah, it's super rare. I've um, never got one. Oh, really? No. Hooray me. No. I was just more worried about my ducks and chickens. I was scared that they were going to get hurt. Um, but in better news, I have courtshipped myself a man. And yeah, who did you pick? Um, well, I call him Fabio, but his name's Elliot. Oh, um, not the poetry guy. He's not a poet. He's a writer. Um, and he lives oh, by the no, beach. Ali, I you... hate. He is the only character I detest in that game. He's so up himself. Oh, Ali, yeah, Ali, he's lovely. never, never going to be gainfully employed. All right, I can tell you that now. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a hardworking woman. I've got devil chickens. Okay, I have made my way. Like you've got no idea how good my farm is. By the way, I am like a woman living off the land. Okay. And when I'm not living off the land, I'm in the caves and I'm fucking slaying. It's great. I'm like Buffy mixed with. Insert famous farmer here. I don't know. You're like this girl. Um, I was at the, I was at this pub. I'll never forget this night. I was at this pub at like three a.m. on a Wednesday night, and I was like, with I was having beers with this bloke who I was at this event with, and we're at this we're at the Piedmont Bridge Hotel, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's like the shittest pub. It's like an absolute dive. It's the only thing open. It's near the casino. And these two girls are kind of sitting next to me and this guy, and we start, like, talking to them. We're both kind of trying to hit on these girls. And this bloke rolls in, this 
40, mid-40s bloke rolls in with a book in his hand at three in the morning and starts talking to like, uh, and there's no better way to say this, but starts talking to the hot one. And it turns out his book is his own written and published poetry work. This uh, is Elliot. This is the person you chose, Ali. This guy, and look, to his credit, though, he actually walked away with this girl, which was amazing. Different story entirely. Oh, look, I think it says more about her than him. But, uh, Ali, this is who you've chosen. You've chosen 3 a.m. mid-40s self-publishing poet. Yeah, I did. At the Piedmont Bridge Hotel. (laughs) I'm so, like, you don't understand how shook I am that you chose Ellie. I had no selections. (laughs) I can't date the old man in the wheelchair. He's already taken. And apparently the guy that's the blacksmith, he's already got a crush on Emily. So I choose Fabio. You break that up. That's what I did. No, he got really depressing after a while. He started sending me letters like, can you get me some diamonds so I can give it to Emily? But don't tell Emily it's from me. And I'm like, creep so i went and decided to pursue the creep that lived what by the, bu- the doctor? lived by the beach in a shack um <laughs> what about the doctor at least ali who's the oh no no that bus oh no he doesn't i've passed out on my front porch a lot so i've been charged a lot for that <laughs> oh my god uh, i love I, this game i'm genuinely like just cut of ha- like you chose ali I wait hate- till two player nato wait till two player i don't can play together if you're with Elliot. Well, like, I'm not I, married yet. I can't find the guy where I've got to give him the necklace or something. Oh, uh, the, the getting married. Oh, I don't know. I'm not helping you get married to Elliot. No, I I'm refuse. almost certain I've looked at this. If not, I'll ask Joey from Kind of Funny. No, I'm going to tell her you chose Elliot because everyone hates Elliot. So I say, fuck you all. Is two is two player actually coming? It's yeah. coming, and apparently it's soon now. Yeah, like, we have been waiting for some time. After, I'm pretty sure. Can I? I played this game for all of like 10 minutes and I played it maybe a year after it came out. So obviously this game wasn't, you know, just a smash when it came out. And there was, it was when it was in our first year of podcasting. And I just remember like getting involved in like as much content as I could. And no one was talking about anything that wasn't Stardew Valley. Like everyone was raving about this game and it made me really hate it. And so I didn't play it. And then I played it a year later and that first little part where your grandpa's dying or whatever, and there's a fucking golden ticket or something, or the, no, it's like the writ to the place, the deed to the property, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me five minutes to figure out that I got to click on the freaking deed, and I was done. Like, straight away, I was like, well, fuck this. This is stupid. Did you ever play, like, farming games before, though? Because I'm coming from, like, that Harvest Moon background, like... But is, yeah. that a, is that, a like, a, a staple of, like farming games to have this weird intro where you've got to click on random things in a still room you know like that anyway that's got nothing really to do with the game it just like irked me i was just i don't know anyway so i anticipate mine and elliot's wedding coming up soon you're all invited um please bring money because my husband has none or my soon-to-be husband has none so please (laughs) bring money there you go all right Uh, speaking of losing money, um, I played this thing called, uh, now I'm not sure if I'm going to call it the right thing, which is Toriba. Toriba. Um, now I've seen this online a lot and I just, I had to try it. It's apparently you get to play a Japanese claw game on your phone. Um, so it's like a real claw machine somewhere in Japan or somewhere in somewhere and you're on your phone 
and you're moving the claw around so you can get these toys and stuff like that. Stop shaking your head, NATO. Um, and all the toys are little weird, little finicky things. And I thought I'd give it a go. And I'm like, I'm not going to be a sucker and drop any real money on this thing. Anyway, uh-huh. 10 bucks later, yeah. I tried. Yeah, I really, really wanted it. It was a flip mirror, but it looked like bread. So wait, <laughs> can we go back a step? This is a real machine in real life. Yeah. It's like it's like you, your screen shows you the machine live wherever it is, and you're like pressing the controls so you can watch the claw like go and pick it up kind no. of thing. And they send you this when you win. Way. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you win. Hi, I wow. spent money on a terrible game. <laughs> Has anyone ever won anything on a skill tester? Yeah. Uh yeah, on a real one, yeah. Mm. I won a DS once. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I, I want like I think it's on the shelf behind me, but I want a huge Pikachu. Last time like the now ex misses was here. We yeah we went to time zone and the I, the first try got a huge Pikachu. It's about like yay big, so about half the size of me. Got it in the first pick. Nice one. I think I got some kind of bear or some shit thing. It mm. didn't last. It's a two man thing, or like in real life, you always need someone to look at the front and then look at the side. Oh. As I, I think the actual ability to like for those claw machines in particular um, mm. I feel like it's not that hard it's just that the game's rigged like it's only yeah, it gonna is. like actually hold mm. things oh, once yeah, it's like, like made game... its money back and like I understood that with this thing like I kind of understood like uh, like this you can't get this on the first round oh but the thing is is right is that everyone else is playing so if you're playing and you've got your credits and it will let you know it's like someone's watching this so one of the shitty things is, is if you've been working on this item for ages yeah. and it's like, oh, it's almost there, it's almost there, but then you run out of credit, mm. you kind of get knocked out of the game and then you sit there watching and then the next person that's been waiting, they can go and have a chance. And I've seen videos online where someone's grabbed it next, like someone's hard work has gone off to someone else, but um, I don't know, it was a weird little funny thing and I won nothing. I gave the game $10 for no reason. Could 10 be. bucks of an experience with a claw. I, I I want to really figure out if this is worse than Brendan's like deep dive in that WWE yeah, Superstars game. He, I mean, every time he kind of technically, physically gets something out of it, I you, didn't. Yeah, you're gambling, really. I am gambling. You're just yeah, a dirty, dirty, dirty gambler. Look, yeah. I, I've got nothing to stand on. I wanted to try it. I did because you get five free games. Oh mm. no! You know what? I'm just gonna stop selling this just so no one else this goes sounds, to make yeah, this mistake. Bad. Yeah. Someone's triggered. Oh, well. I've got like three people Someone's I might actually triggered. tell this to in real life because like they're genuine like claw junkies and they'd love it. Well, there you go, Torabia, Toraba. Speaking of Toriba, wasting well, not wasting, but speaking of spending money. Uh, I went from 700 to $785 last week on Hearthstone. I put yeah. another 85 bucks in. Yeah. Um, I just, think I need to, I, like, I think I need to sit down with all three of you now and really have a talk to all three of you about spending money on microtransactions. Well, all three of you well, now. Well, you know what, man? I just wanted a mirror that looked like bread. <laughs> I just wanted, I wanted an unbeatable deck. and Exactly, and Brendan wanted an unbeatable deck as well. I think I really genuinely have to have an intervention with the Hunger Gamers. I just want to say... I think, I think you're getting too hungry 
I, I just want to point out, I've been playing Hearthstone. We will starve soon if we keep spending money. That's what they're <laughs> uh, But I've been playing this game since 2000 and... I want to say 2014. Mm. And I've gotten hundreds of hours of play out of it. Like, I feel like mm. my money's well spent. Um, Until they start making your cards obsolete. Yeah. Well, they've been doing that forever. And that's why I keep funneling more into it. No, the new Witchwood there expansion came out. Speaking of cards becoming obsolete, we moved into the year of the Raven. Uh, which means that the sets from 2016 are now unplayable in the standard format. Uh, it's only the cards from last year and the expansions that are coming out this year that will be playable for the remainder of the year. And with it, there was a, a bunch of new cards released last Friday um, for the Witchwood expansion. And I actually looked at these. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually really fun. I forgot... Like, every expansion's cool because you get new cards and you get, um, you know, just, like, new decks. Not new decks, mm-hmm. but different decks become viable again and some decks become less powerful and the meta changes. You have and to new- rework everything. Yeah, absolutely. And there's new synergies. But, like, the start of the year when a whole set rotates out, you lose access to a whole bunch of cards in the standard format. They're still yours, by the way. You can play them in wild for people who don't know. You still get to play them, just not in competitive play. Um like it actually changes the meta so much that the game is so fresh it's so cool to play at this time of the year and i just couldn't help it like i had to just drop some coin on on cards because i just wanted to play some of these new cards and i got a couple of really cool ones in particular i've started building like a warrior rush deck um around the rush legendary crowley which is like this 4-4 minion that powers up every time he kills something um it's really good it's such a really enjoyable game at the moment and the meta like like i was just saying a moment ago like the meta has changed so much um in that like we were getting dominated by warlock decks late last year and now paladins pushing up a little bit hunters have become more viable um it's a really exciting time to play the game and i totally recommend anyone who you know is maybe ducked out of it to come back in and have a look you get a free legendary just for rolling in mm. So, do it. Yeah, do it. Well, the cards are great. They 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 look really good this time around. Yeah, they are. It is. It it is how they get you, though. (laughs) You're not wrong. Like I got one, and I was like, I must have more. I must have more. (laughs) Um, it's as far as expansions go. I think the general consensus is that this is a particularly weak, uh, or weaker expansion, which is a good thing. It kind of rebalances, um all of the decks and it means that you know the next two expansions that come out this year have a lot of room to to um i suppose to grow and to build on that um but yeah i'm fucking loving it like there's some really cool shit they've got these two cards now where like you have to build a whole deck around odd numbers and even numbers so like your um mana cost is all odd it can't have any even and if it does you get like this huge buff on your deck to your hero power and then the same oh. for even. Like, they're doing some really cool things now, um, which they haven't quite I done don't know in the past. If it was, I don't know if it was in the previous, like, expansions or anything like that, but I saw that there's those cards that you have now in your deck and the cards will change. Mm. Like, like the there's, like, characters that turn into wolves and stuff like that in your hand. Or yeah, whatever, like, no, they change around. Yeah, that is, uh, that is this one. So it's their attack and health stat that swaps every turn while it's in your hand. And you can just mm. choose to play it however you want to play it when it's in your hand. But um, 
like it's obviously fixed once you play it yeah. yeah so those cards it's interesting those cards are actually proving to be not too good um oh, really they're just not really useful in a lot of the decks so when you compare um i think what a lot of deck builders do is they'll look at like that card and they'll say okay that's a three cost card this is my deck type what are my other three cost cards what's the best option here and it's usually not that for okay. for most deck types at least so it's like it's just not hmm. viable and competitive play which is a bit of a shame because it, it's a cool thing that they haven't done before that whole swap mechanic in your hand mm-hmm. um anyway that has been my whole gaming experience by the way for the last two weeks uh even though it's only come <laughs> out last week uh it's that Fortnite. it's the usual stuff that no one wants to hear me talk about are you still on the Pokemon Go binge? That's that is one of the questions. That's a, that's the question on everyone's lips, obviously. It is. Um, and just to put a put an answer to it, uh, I haven't actually opened the app in maybe two weeks. Oh, yeah. it's starting to get off. But 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 I haven't actually been for a run or anything in two weeks either. I've been like really fucking lazy lately. I feel like next time I want to go for a bit of a bit of a jog around the around the water i'll definitely get it open and see what pokemon are around i missed that there was a mareep event um i think two weekends ago there was an event or last weekend maybe there was an event for like three hours you can catch all the mareep you want similar to the bulbasaur one i did last month um yeah so i missed out on that i'm so out of touch with that game now it's cool. Like, I stand by that, that game. I did a like a huge one eighty on that game. I think that it's a pretty decent mobile game. It's a very decent mobile game. I think game. so. Yeah. And I just I still stand by. It's a very good encouraging game that gets people off their asses. Yeah, that too. Absolutely. There's no mm-hmm. real way to cheat it. Like you would have to, like. Oh. You would have apart from the IP shit. Oh, well, yeah. Like you stuff. would have to, like set up your whole life specifically to cheat this game like you would have to live in a in a sort of area where there's bad gps and it just constantly shows you're moving you know what mm-hmm. i mean which would be like specific house it's for, for the 99 percent, you've got to get up and walk or run or whatever <laughs> it's true yeah it's true uh nato 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 what have you been playing yeah uh, I've actually been playing some, well, new and old stuff, but, like, not old as in, like, stuff I've been constantly playing, but actually old, old stuff. I'm look, Yeah, uh, first, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it on the list <laughs> yeah. here, and I'm very excited for you to start talking about it, but whatever you want to... So, yeah, like, the same person is the reason for playing both these games. So, um, the other, I think it was about a week or two ago, um, yeah, the talks of an Age of Empire 2 HD playthrough, play again and oh man if there's if there was a twitter thing about the four best games that were coming out uh, four games that influenced your life age of empires 2 would easily be on my list Mm. of like just games that changed the way i thought about games how much time i put into games and man like my knowledge of medieval and dark age like battles and history all stem from how much i loved age of empires and god that's such a great game so like yeah we got a whole bunch of us ali was there and some a few other people i've had a few other matches and yeah we had some multiplayer matches i'd just like to say in the match with me and ali and another person i absolutely dominated because who who is this other person oh just a mystery person just a mystery just a mystery man 
yeah, just a mystery, man. Ali, how'd you um, go? I can't imagine these are your kind of games, Ali. I actually fucking love Age of Empires, but it's because I love building my base and just like making everything all organized and stuff. Yeah, it is so true. I can come in and smash it. Yeah, don't, yes, don't, NATO, don't. NATO did destroy everything. However, I made him work for it. Well, so. don't take don't take this the wrong way, Ali. Um, I played a lot of strategy games. Like, I know that there's a difference between playing enjoyably and playing to win, basically. Yeah. Oh, I never play to win, to be okay. honest. Okay, so you're not, you wouldn't consider yourself to be terribly competitive? Is that the... Is that a I, don't, I don't think Whereas, I am with anything, really. I, th- I think I've proved that with PUBG. Sure, I feel like NATO, you were totally going for the W. Oh, NATO, oh. before the, like, he NATO's- even invited me into that game, he was already, stri- like, you know, strategically choosing my death. NATO's set but up... It's- like uh like a oh. uh, um what are, what do you call those like barriers the wooden barriers the um the, the palisades yeah nato's like pal- set up palisades like just all over your livestock <laughs> just like blocking you out he's got ballistas set up on a hill somewhere just like no he was a dog and just made all this like cavalry with um high powered archery and armory and stuff like that and he just did a massive army of those and just demolished me i was the aztecs <laughs> Um, and we have no cavalry at all. We have no horse base. And I stupidly, before I even knew anything about his strategic, like how he fights, I actually built a giant army of close combat sword handling fucking oh, warriors. Man, so they got destroyed pretty quickly because massacre. I had distance against me. Um, Absolute legends. But yeah. every time NATO thought he destroyed me. Oh. I was off somewhere else oh, building another base. So yeah, so, so yeah, both both people I versed literally as soon as they saw me at their walls, built a whole bunch of transport boats, filled them with villagers, and sent them to the far ends of the map. Not even then. Not even then. I w- constantly. I want to play. I want to play this. I um yeah. in, earlier in the week, the one I play, I, I got really hooked on StarCraft and WarCraft three when I was like a wee lad, and like yeah, StarCraft was my shit. That and Dark Rain. Yes, mm. yes. Like I, I was actually looking at buying WarCraft three and Frozen Throne again this week because I really want to play. I started messaging all of my friends I used to play with at the internet cafe like 10, 15 years ago. Like, Come play Age of Empires with us because I, I hate the craft. I hate the craft games. Like, I I, I, I love the story and the lore, but I, I cannot play them. And you've seen Why? how good I am at Age of Empires. And I, it, I don't know. The skill just doesn't translate between the two games. Just because you beat me doesn't mean you're good. Some, Anyone can beat me. Yeah, um, but, yeah, my- but I, yeah, but I used to be good. That's what I'm telling you. Like, I was in competitions for that. Like, I didn't tell that to them until I destroyed them at the end of the game that I used to compete in Age of Empires 2. So. I would argue that there's... No, there's definitely no. there's definitely more going on in Age of Empires. Actually, I had to think about that. I was about to no, start like I, I'd I'd say on, actually in the craft games because on the combat the is on the combat. Yeah, there's more in the craft yeah. games, but when you look at like base building and yeah, and that's the that difference. World, I'm a yeah. good base. Yeah, I'm a good base builder. So like, yeah, there is like I'm gonna have some craft guy come at me because there is. A, I know there's a whole like just meta of how you build your base in craft but there's no fucking walls in that game so it just it just doesn't compete in my head Uh, of how like i build a base no you build an army you don't build a base i snuck in your base quick 
Yeah. I penetrated that wall. Yeah, fast. that's because that's because I was the cons, like the Mongolians. Oh, that's how no. that's how I roll. I used to play in competitions, but yeah. when I'm a cons, I can't be able to bet. I know, right? I know, player. right? What a dickhead! What a wanker! <laughs> <laughs> who talks? A, who talks about playing competitively in video games these days, Nader? This is this is episode 101. This where is was the my new e- order. Where, yeah, where yeah. was my where was my esports when I was a 15 year old? That's what I want to say. Could you imagine, like, NATO's life if AOE 2 happened now and he was 15 now? Like, God. you might actually... He looks 15 now. You might actually be somebody, NATO. I know. Rather than coming to slum it with you kids on this podcast. <laughs> hey, if Sandra and Kangura... <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> All of a sudden, in, in like a single moment, we now... We and our listeners collectively are all wondering what is going on with our lives. <laughs> we're all wound up here listening to this shit. I reckon if they got past 100, they're sticking for the long yard. Oh, if you've made it past 100, you're, you, you need to go to rehab. Straight up. You've got, they're you've probably got... next door to us with our fucking spending, overspending. Yeah. God. Oh, yeah, so, then, so that's Age of Empires. I, I, after playing it, I genuinely want to go back and start playing some through some of the campaigns. I actually really loved a lot of the campaigns. And as I said at the start, it really just unlocked something in me where I realized I loved a lot of medieval history and stuff like that. And it forced, and it got me to go out and research these things in real life and learn about these things. And do you think it's your best version of yourself? That was the, I want to say regional champion of AOE two. Yeah. Let's say world champion. Without a doubt. Is it the building thing that you like about those games? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know. I just like that, period god, in that god history. complex that it, it yeah, satisfies oh, the god complex fucking yeah it, it, yeah. it really definitely does like yeah. yeah definitely definitely I just you play that crusaders game or whatever that game is where you're in that kind of time i the- i was i actually pledged for the kickstarter when it started so yes yes i have played that game oh okay then yeah oh i love get that. the nail um, what is it def- um oh man now i'm blanking on what it's called i know it starts with a d deliverance yeah, the movie? No. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, I thought Deliverance was... Ding, 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 That's ding, it. Ding, Thank ding. you. Very good, Ali. And I only learnt that from Futurama, I think. Yeah. All right. Enough Enough of uh, medieval combat. We're going to talk about escaping a prison. So I, with this other mystery person, I've also been playing A Way Out. Who is the mystery the, person? You know him. But, but you won't tell me here and now? No. Can you give me a hint? Yeah. All right, this will be fun. Give me a hint that you think no one else will get. <laughs> <laughs> you know this person pretty well. Yeah, sick. All right, that's like Ali. <laughs> that's like Brendan. Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. chicken. Late, late studio episodes. Chicken lunch. Okay. All right. Let me let me good. chew on that one while Nato yeah. tells the rest of his story. Sorry. I <laughs> bought po- I bought too much I bought too much beer. I just I, <laughs> I spent. So you see, f- for the audio listeners, you can literally see the clogs turning in uh, good uh, Salim the Dream right now. His brain is like. <laughs> And also, I'd like you audio listeners to picture the scene of Homer when it like goes inside of his mind, and it is. Uh, <laughs> is <this> a <laughs> 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 
It's just a clipping chip. Because yeah. I am literally seeing that live right now <laughs> with, with, with Salim. You know what's like really right. fucked up is that I recognize in Ali's hint that this is a like a very specific moment that I just yeah. don't remember. <laughs> you cancelled it out completely. I don't want to give too much away because a smart audience member might be able to get it too. Yeah. Um, all right. So a way out. It is the indie, but not indie because technically it's EA, but it is indie because the guy's an indie producer. But uh, about uh, two, it's a multiplayer game where you escape from prison. I think it's set in like the 60s, 70s or 80s somewhere. Um, now that's 30 years. 90s, just... 2000s. No, I don't know. It doesn't seem that late. But um, yeah, it's it's a really good game, but a really average game. Like a lot of people really love it, but I really feel like it's one of those games that like rests too much on its gimmick of being like this multiplayer game where you get to a it's door cold. and it's like, yeah, like mm. it it forces scenarios where you're like, why didn't you just let one of us open? You know, we're already playing a co-op game. Like yeah. you don't need two of us to get through this door. Yeah, I, there was just a lot of times where it seemed like a lot of forced moments to do co-op together. Where, like, I'm shitting on it now, but it, it genuinely is a fucking great game and the other things about it. But it was just a lot of those moments where I'm like, oh, did we really need to do this together just just because we're playing together? Yeah. It was like, eh. I have heard that it's a sort of jack-of-all-trades master of none in that it's trying to do a whole bunch of things at once. Like, yeah. trying to be a whole um, range of styles of video game, I should say. Like, It, it really is. Like, a, cause there's a lot of problem solving. There's a bit where we're in the car. I was driving. He was on the back shooting cops. Um, yeah. You had to kind of, like... F- there was this one scene when you're in the cells and you're, like, trying to dig through the wall and one of you kind of has to rest against the bars to, like, look up and down the halls of the prison. So just in case walking guards were coming past and the other one's, like, cutting it away. But... It, you kind of don't need the other person because the even 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 if you play not locally it still gives you split screen so you can see on their screen anyway yeah, so you right. don't need them really yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was weird so that is hey, weird actually especially if it's not local co-op is it yeah and if it if it's right just say yes but I'll beep out the name is it is it Benny no is it is it reset what? Because Ali, there's, we had... there's a, there's a re- look. There's just a reason why I just wouldn't mention this person's name. That might just be a better reason of why. I know who it is, but yeah, I exactly. still don't understand the chicken reference, Ali. That's gonna be painful. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, um, it was really good. Like, had the great time. Um, also, it's one of the. It's this game where you like only one person needs to own it. The other one just downloads like a free version of the game, and as long as you're linked to a person that has the game, you're all good. So, yeah, it it does a lot right. I really love it. A lot of people like absolutely love this game, like a nine out of ten kind of game to people. But I don't know. I'm we're having a lot of fun, but I think that's because the jokes and stuff we're playing together. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, no, like I'm planning actually on playing it this weekend. So. Yeah, it's really good. You'll you'll enjoy it. It's just I don't know. It was when you look at it at like a critical way, it's there's a lot of bad about it. Mm-hmm. But if you're just enjoying it as a gamer, like it's a really fun game. So, yeah. Well, I like 
if there's one thing that I complain about, especially with consoles, I don't know. They just kind of really got rid of co-op. Like, yeah. you can play multiplayer online and you can play, like, like just the co-op mission kind of thing. Like, I miss that. Like, yeah. I guess Gears of War was, like, the last one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Where you're kind of mutually both doing a mission. Um, but, I don't know. Gone are the days where you, um, where you co-op and work on a work on a story together really resident evil i think yeah yeah res- yeah there was a resident evil it was the bad not one the recent one it but was the real yeah. shit one that was super racist five i think yeah. yeah um uh good co-op games i ah uh, nothing speaks to mind. i haven't played a co-op game with anyone for a while cod actually interestingly that's going to feature in the news a little bit later but i remember um i think it was world at war that had a fantastic um fantastic campaign that was co-op oh i didn't know that i actually genuinely didn't know that cod had a um co-op you know mission or campaign whole campaign huh yeah all right cod wins one point and that was kind of like a a big fan of co-op well that was like a big issue sorry if if anyone's wondering why the like conversation is a little delayed we're sort of passing notes right now (laughs) 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 we're trying to to let me know who this person is uh anyway and now you've made it to this like big thing it was like it was just gonna be like a whisper in the (laughs) (laughs) so for the audience um you uh, old dream just uh, drew a Actually, a pretty like he's detailed really good dick. at drawing dick and balls. Yeah, yeah. like and because this isn't the first time he's done this during the freaking pod. No, yeah, no, that's not. a very detailed dick. Thanks. I'm actually scared to like if the camera kind of pans down, like if he's actually got his pants on and he's just not sitting there kind of doing a free sketch. That is <laughs> that is my dick that you just saw. Um, <laughs> the only problem is the hair. Work on the hair. No, that's 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 like for like. It looks like that. Yeah. My hair looks like scribbly lines on my on my chunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Homer Simpson, just like jagged lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we should we go into the news? We're almost we're sort of halfway in there already. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. This week's news headlines. Uh, so we we will kick it off with uh, COD. So Polygon earlier this week um, released an article uh, basically saying that the new Call of Duty will not be featuring a campaign mode, which is kind of devastating, I think, for a lot of people. I know the the person I immediately think of now is um, Reese, former host of this very show, Reese, who, like, almost, um, like, specifically played COD games for campaign only, which always yeah. seems strange to me because everyone else plays it for the multiplayer and like the campaign's just this nice to have but reese only played campaign and i totally saw that point because they were all mm. pretty good campaigns for the most part they were all certainly yeah. like center yeah. centerpieces yeah. like if you think of over the years the number of people who have featured in these campaigns the number of sort of actors they've brought in um Kifa. yeah Kiefer, kit harrington um even now disgraced but probably still Conor McGregor <laughs> what no. yeah no not him Kevin Spacey thank you Conor McGregor was in the last one was he yeah I didn't know that yeah he was one of the minions there you go okay yeah I- I've just got Conor McGregor now on a minion I've just got Conor McGregor throwing a bloody 
trolley through a window in my head. <laughs> And that never yeah. that never fails to make me smile. Like how? So, so there you go. There's there's two people that have been in COD campaigns that are they are disgraced. disgraced in society. So like, well, I mean, three. Kiefer's always disgracing himself whoa, some way. Like whoa, that trolley. That trolley. I love Kiefer. Hey, don't get me started about my love for Kiefer Sutherland. All right, but he does disgrace himself. He did alcoholic things with drugs. You know. He did um fall through that Christmas tree. I remember that was on a fantastic um like bit on john oliver's show but anyway so back to the matter at hand the um like no one in history can probably trace millions and millions of dollars leaving their pocket like conor mcgregor could through throwing that fucking trolley through a window like he must watch that video and like someone pauses it right as the thing's about to make impact and like that right there this is that's the point you just lost 150 million dollars uh sorry that wasn't the point you can see the point where his heart breaks cod no campaign due to um time constraints apparently and also um i think we should probably add in here that they are also talking about um or it's rumored that they're going to have a battle royale mode which of course they will why wouldn't they yeah. What, what what do we think of this? Like, did either of you play COD campaigns? No, ever? I've been waiting for the death of COD since the beginning of time. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful disaster that I'm loving watching finally burn and crash and die. Yeah, I gave up on COD like a, like I pretty quickly. I used to play COD two and three um, religiously um, after high school, no job, so that's what you do. Um, I love those games. And those campaigns were good too. I guess it was the time setting and everything like that. And, and, you know, it was kind of, kind of, you know, there was no one else in the market really. Well, there was, but. It's just this weird thing where the game doesn't really have an identity and it, it like. It did. Well, it did in Modern Warfare. I feel like the Modern Warfare series was kind of what established it to be what it is. And it's since gone into like all of these crazy places like advanced warfare yeah. and then whatever the one in space was <sighs> infinite warfare um ghosts wasn't particularly good uh i think world at war was quite good i did actually really enjoy that but like the the problem with the game is that it's never really been a huge esport card like not it's no csgo and it never will yep. it never will be um no, and it i agree i personally think it's gone downhill with more that they release um well, also because now we've got people the are buying ba- it the battle the battle arenas now like they the battle, the, battle that royale was the game yeah, yeah like we ha- that, that was that was the game like as much as i didn't like it like it was still the game that brought the money into the industry yeah and, yeah but but now like fortnite's free and it's still making a bajillion dollars and PUBG's making a bajillion dollars and they're both like I know they're different shooters but they are still it still feels that shooter urge in people and now like there's the mass like immigration to those games so like like, do we need COD anymore? Yeah look I would argue that there is probably space for a first person shooter battle royale which we don't have at the moment I think that Mm. absolutely that would be interesting to play but like COD for me like, if you think about what Activision have been doing, like there's been a new COD every year, basically, for the last however many years. Yeah. 
it's very much just about money for them. It's it's just making money. But like the campaigns were always the best part of it. I think they were the part that gave the game the identity. It wasn't the guns. It wasn't the maps. It was always the campaigns. And to lose that just feels like it feels like a soulless cod to me. If that's actually what's going to happen, so I I really hope that this isn't the case. But it's I, I don't know. It seems pretty likely that they'll favor the new battle royale mode given the trend at the moment for Fortnite and PUBG um and all the hype and hysteria around that like i it just uh, it doesn't make me feel good at all no. e3 is gonna be nasty isn't it it's, yeah <laughs> gonna see everyone. i don't know like i looked it's not a it's not a thing about battle royale games by the way like i love Fortnite. No. And I, I absolutely enjoyed playing PUBG, and i, I think you know they're they're fine games but it's just that COD was not that game, but COD's... It just seems like COD's trying to not be what it was because it has no idea what the hell it is. Yeah, mm. no, it just, it just shows that, like, COD these days is just about making money. So that's why they're all like, these yeah, days? scrap single player and put Battle Royale in because we're just... That's all it is to them anymore. Like, it's not... Yeah. Like, as I said, like, like I, I know I don't like this game, but, like, I know they had passion at the start, and it was... They made the game because they want to make it, but now when you make it a yearly game, you're just literally making it for money, and I'm pretty sure they've gone on record saying, like, we're going to keep making it until we're not making money from it. I was watching... I'm going to keep that in the final letter, by the way, Ali. I was watching you oh, hold that back it. for, like, 10 seconds while Nato was oh. making a very impassioned point <laughs> it was fantastic oh, it was destroyed. Wait, no, um yes. yeah no the, the, nato you are right ali that was a very cute sneeze by the way uh nato you're absolutely right that but like, I, I think we i, I, I think i think I, no one here really likes a, cod like no. but but and that, I, I know i wish we had somebody that did like it but then i i reckon well, they'd be more outraged well look like that's the thing I, I i i think no one really likes cod anymore except for the absolute diehards and the tragics but like it was a game people used to love and yeah. and it's yeah. just really like blood from the stone now it's really just them trying to really figure out how they can maximize you know what's yeah. under the the bottom line there is that a is that a business what? term who did the i thought cod did a campaign based game recently didn't they, they world, war two? world war 2 no battlefield did a like a very serious um, they, World War they, One they style campaign. They did the campaign. big one. Yeah, 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 they did the big. Yeah, but then COD, COD Judy, COD Judy, um, <laughs> COD. Yeah, COD World War <laughs> Two. Call of Duty, as it's known. World War Two. Yeah, they, it had a great campaign. They actually released that recent one. No. Yeah, and that was a great campaign. So why are they getting rid of? Yeah, well, time constraints apparently, Ali. Time constraints. Take it up with Mister Activision. Cock smoker. Yeah, they they would have just looked at their numbers and they're like, the campaign doesn't make us money, even though people like it, and we know this series is eventually going to die off. So let's milk yeah. the last of it. Like I feel, I genuinely do feel bad for people that like COD is their game because like, uh, I don't, I don't, no, no, hold on, <laughs> I don't feel bad for anyone who still hangs on to COD. I think there's been enough good games. Yeah, since. I know, but I, I don't, I don't want the same thing to happen to like pokemon or something like that that i hold so oh my god like, I know, I what world are you living in that you don't think that nintendo and game freaks have been cashing in on the smash yeah, hit of 1997 don't... are you kidding yeah, you're kidding yourself out. if you don't think that they've done you're the not, exact same not, thing with pokemon yeah but they 
No, they changed the format completely with uh, Sun and Moon. With how, like, the game plays and stuff like that. 18... 18 what? what do you do in Sun and Moon? They don't 18 years out. later. 18 years later, they changed the format. They've been changing stuff here and there. But they changed yeah, the maps. That doesn't, There's still eight that badges. That doesn't come out yearly, and they genuinely... Like, as much as, like, they still make a lot of money off that, they don't make it to, like, just make money off it. Like, they genuinely like Pokemon and stuff like Jeez. that. Unlike what... Like, if, if Pokemon Switch gets announced and it has, like, oh, no, we're scrapping the campaign in it and we're putting a Battle Royale, that would be the equation of, like, what's happening right. with COD, right? Do you remember Salim's, do you remember oh. Salim's quick quizzes, NATO? Yes. Well, yeah, you're about to... Hit me with them. I want you to tell me what game this is. You're a Pokemon trainer. You have to get eight gym badges, collect... Catch them all and beat the Pokemon League. Which Pokemon game am I talking about? All of them except the last Exactly. One. They have been fucking cashing in on the exact same uh, game for like 20 years, dude. You cannot say that they have not been doing the same thing COD have been trying to do in the last 10. Not really, Absolutely. They don't it yearly. No, they put no. time and effort into making this a game. Is like, this, is like pre, this is pre-like AAA, you know, world that we live in now. Like this is... And like oh, Pokemon, I guarantee you Pokemon have, has made... 100 times more money than any COD game ever would. Like, any COD franchise ever could. Like, they have been cashing in on this since Pikachu sparked his rosy little red cheeks on whatever TV Tokyo station it was. TV Tokyo? I think it was. I don't know. Yeah, it was TV Tokyo. And you know what? I'm happy for it. Like, Pokemon? Fuck it. Fine. Keep going. Make a thousand more games. I love them. COD? Could you imagine if Call of Duty and Pokemon joined forces? Uh, don't uh, why would you wish this hell upon me next it'd be great snorlax would have a gun <laughs> you know uh f- fun bit of trivia actually um there are a couple of episodes of pokemon that were banned in in the states and in the west and one of them involved use of a gun yep. yeah oh i didn't know that yeah, one true story yeah, it was a po- it was, i knew about it, it the was... seizure one and i knew about the James had tits. Yep, James yep. had tits was one. Uh, but then there was one yeah, we, where like Team Rocket had guns and they were actually pointing them at Ash or something. They were pointing them many There was also another one where it was a Pokemon Ranger that had like a rifle and they got rid of that uh, yeah. that episode as well. Oh. Poor Yosemite Sam. Also, look, this one's a bit rougher, but do you remember the episode where Tentacruel, this huge Tentacruel starts destroying this yes. big oil tanker? They actually um, took that off. Pulled that episode after a terrorist attack. Well, 9-11, yeah. After 9-11, it was around 9-11, yeah. yeah. So they they actually stopped that episode from airing and aired it like years after. Anyway. I remember when that happened in New York, that giant squid attacked New York. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Moving on to the next part. Um, Billy Mitchell. So, Ali, do you know who Billy Mitchell is? I've heard he was a record breaker. Yeah, he's uh, he's known for really <laughs> I love smashing the it. In the voice. <laughs> really tearing down scores. Um, Billy Mitchell is the or was at one point the like the world record holder, um, highest point scorer in Donkey Kong, the original uh, arcade Donkey Kong game. And there was this huge documentary, The King of Kong, really famous. I'm sure most gamers have probably heard of it if not seen it where it's it tracks this um this guy billy mitchell who's an absolute wanker 
Like he comes across as a really up himself wanker, this sort of teen yeah. prodigy who really hit it big young and then just got basically told his whole life that he's the best and believed it. Um, and then this other bloke, Steve Weeby, who's kind of the good guy, um, who he's kind of this dad of three, um, just loves playing Donkey Kong in his spare time, but actually he's really good. And he winds up actually becoming the, the record holder himself by the end of the film. Um, so the first guy, Billy Mitchell, the original record holder this week had all of his um, high score records stripped after allegations that he got them using an emulator, which is a huge no-no. Mm. Um, this is fantastic to me. Like it's not like so the bad guy lost, right? Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. it's like a morality tale yeah. coming true. It's not that like I gave a shit in the first place about Donkey Kong. It's just funny. Like I think it's more you get more invested if you've actually seen King of Kong, and you see this yeah. guy Billy Mitchell in action. Like he's an absolute tosser. Or or the great Adam Sandler movie Pixels, which is nearly based off that storyline, which is what. No, I, I can't even go along with this bit. It's a terrible movie, people. Please don't see it. I watched it the other weekend, <laughs> and I regret too old. I've never regret... Oh, actually, uh, the Dewey Cox story is about the only other movie I've ever regretted. Pixels. Time in Pixels my life. is bad. I love that movie. Hold on, wait. Just to be clear, people, Pixels is bad. King of Kong is great. Watch King of Kong. Yeah, yeah. Dewey yeah, Cox is fistful fantastic. Of no, shh, Ali, shh. You, you chose Elliot. All, all your opinions are null and void from the rest of this podcast. So, so Billy Mitchell's done a... a, a um, what's his name? Killed his wife and got away with it? American football player? OJ Simpson. Billy Mitchell's doing oh, an OJ. Oh, wow. Yeah, Billy's doing an Jesus. OJ and he's saying that he's going to launch his own investigation into um into this sense. thing to clear his name which is what oj did after oj was acquitted he did the same thing he was like i'll find the killer Jesus. of my wife yeah anyway um maybe not the best um correlate comparison, comparison yeah but still i think apt yeah. i think it's apt i don't know uh you decide <laughs> listeners but yeah he's gonna launch his own thing he's he's fairly convinced that he is in the right and that he everything he did was above board um, I think if you watch King King of Kong, you'll see that he's a bit of a scoundrel and he'll do just about anything to win. So I kind of believe it. But also the nice thing is that Steve Weeby, the the you know the good guy, is now recognised as the first person to break a million points in in, in Donkey Kong. So that's nice. Ooh. Good for Steve. Go Steve. Good for Steve. Love. His kids must be so proud of him now. He's a fucking superstar. For, yeah. for years, they're like, Dad, you're number two. You're number two. We don't love you. We never loved you. And now it's like, oh, Dad, you're actually our hero. You're a chief, Dad. You're an absolute legend, Steve, Dad. <laughs> um, We've always believed Steve in Dad. you. So uh, our last two bits of news are kind of... I always think Fortnite and PUBG are basically the same game. Same yeah. So I feel like they should kind yeah. of be going hand in hand, especially because they're both quite small changes. Um, PUBG gets level select at the start of Finally. matchmaking. Yeah, thank God. So, can one of you explain to me why everyone hates Miramar? Because it's a big, wide open space and it's just sniper heaven. Yeah, like, it's one of those games... Like, PUBG's has always been, like... Even a loser can get to the end if you, like... If luck is on your side or, like, you, the right thing happens. But, like, Miramar, like... Mm. In the first 
two minutes of the game, you can realize that your whole, you pretty much are not going to win. And like that sometimes forces people to just quit because they're like, well, I dropped somewhere. There's no guns. If I get to point A to point B, I'm definitely going to get shot because there's no way I'm supposed to defend myself. There's no cars. The map is so big. It's so hard to get from point A to point B sometimes mm. that you, I've died by the circle like more times than I've been shot in that map and not because I've been careless like I on the first map I died a lot outside the circle because you just get careless but like even when you're trying sometimes as soon as you land and like the circle's miles away you're like we've got to run instantly like we haven't even got time to get guns mm. and yeah yeah and it definitely it's definitely a map that just favors those who land in the right place at the right time like mm. Like I like I I understand, I understand that PUBG that's pretty much the basis anyway, oh, but it's like no. this is more of just like this is more like strictly like map based like you, oh good you pick the right spot this is where yeah, the circle you is have kind to go thing. here or you're gonna lose pretty much yeah well, the, pretty much the original, yeah original map you, you always have a chance no matter where you go you have a better chance in some spots but you always have a chance to at least if you play the game right get to the top 10 if you land anywhere on the first map right. the yeah. the other half of this news Fortnite um, two weeks after introducing the guided missile are actually stripping it out of the game they're putting it back in the vault they're not um, it's it's not going to be available anymore thank god um, did either of you play Fortnite when the like in the last two weeks with the guided missile can no. I basically no. explain the way this worked and why it was not the best um, it is obviously it is what it is Hashtag is what it is. Let's give it a listen. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, guided missile, you would fire it and then you would take control of the missile. So you, your player would be stationary. You could drop the missile at any time, but basically you would guide it into where you need to go. Particularly mm. handy in that you, for free, in a way, um, get to scout, basically. So obviously in these games, that's huge. Um, you're getting yeah. a lot of information, but also what would typically happen when you get down to your kind of final few is it, it in Fortnite because you can build it became this like you know I'll stay on my side, you stay on your side, let's build up and just shoot missiles at each other, and you just be trying to break down each other's um, little towers basically, which is not the most enjoyable way to win the game, and it's also not the most skillful way to win the game. And so after a lot of feedback. Mm. Um, Epic basically just said, no worries, we'll take it out and, um, you know, maybe they'll rework it and reintroduce it later on. They haven't quite said, but they have yeah. taken it out of the game, which fucking brilliant. Because um, there was a huge Kotaku article today as well about like a whole bunch of the community complaining about their overstuffing Fortnite at the moment. Like they're putting too many guns in for how many slots you can only hold and... It's just like, it, yeah, there's just too many weapons now. It's like, it's so hard to build a meta with so many weapons and stuff well, like that. It, there's a huge, like, it's a huge article. I'm pretty when did it come out? Yeah, this morning. If you want to go look at it there, where they're talking to a lot of the top tier players in the community and stuff like that. And a lot of them are going like, yeah, like work on, work on, work on your core weapons before you start building a bajillion. Weapons. Well, it's I don't think. Uh, look, I, I, I'm, I'm, you could barely call me rec a recreational Fortnite player. Like I don't play competitively, yeah. so who I, I got no fucking idea about the meta. But it, I never, it doesn't seem to me that there's a balancing issue with the weapons available, aside from the guided missile. Like the guided missile is just this bazookas in general, like the RPGs in general. Um, it's just that 
once you have that, you definitely have an advantage um, in in a way that the other weapons don't quite give you. Like even the sniper doesn't quite give you that advantage because as the circle closes in, you lose your positioning on the map and you've got to go down and basically go toe-to-toe with everyone just like, you know, like everyone else. Everyone but yeah. when you've got that RPG, like you, you can from anywhere, that's a great weapon. And um, it's just it's so much damage. So the fact that you can like aim it as well, you can get information as well. It was just, that was too much. Um, that said, mm. they've got an explosives mode, which I was playing duos with, um, with uh, my ugly other half cousin matthew and that is so much fun like you have to give that a try if you haven't already um there's one last little bit of news nate i'll let you take lead on this one uh your favorite game it's getting uh well they they did a big talk recently you're saying um where their roadmaps well i think i think it was about two three weeks ago they released a big like here's the problems that the community's been talking about and here and here's all of our like what we're going to be doing with all of them and then one of them was the biggest the biggest pretty much cripe anyone has with this game is like it's pretty empty in content wise sea of thieves by the way this is what we're talking about oh (laughs) sorry i thought you said (laughs) in my mind you'd already said yeah you jumped in oh yeah sorry (laughs) sorry sea of thieves yeah yeah um they they uh, yeah to their credit this has pretty much been one of the best games i've seen in this new this new genre of like mini mmos mm. i don't think you, like you'd call them like destiny and division and anthem when it comes out and sea of thieves where it's like it's big open world multiplayer but it's not massive multiplayer like a wow or a insert GTA. copy of wow game Nah, see, I'd still put GTA in this oh, new genre of like I've got a wow thing. I've got a wow thing later. Yep. Tell me, remind me. Anyway, all right, all right. You've, you've got a wow thing later. Thanks. All right. Um, so usually a lot of these games when they've come out, the community obviously, no matter how perfect a game is, the community has a lot of things to say about and suggestions of how they should fix a game. And the Sea of Thieves devs have been probably one of the best ones I've seen in comparison to GTA and destiny and division where a lot of them have taken a lot of time to even address like not not fix the problem but even address that like hey we yep we hear you and like here's the problems because like a lot of them just say yep we know and then that's the end of the thing but three weeks ago they did like a huge like this is the top 20 things you guys have problems with here's what we're doing and like two of them they'd already solved within that week where it's like when you killed a ship it would spawn at the closest uh, outpost to you guys. And when you were doing like a one of the forts, when you were trying to contest that spot, it would nearly take a minute for that ship to come back after you destroyed them. And it would just have, be this endless loop. And now they introduce instantly that like, as soon as you kill some um, someone, they go to an even further one. And then you kill them again, they go to another further one. So they've already addressed that. But then the second thing they were like, where everyone's complaining is the content. They're like, there's only the three factions you do. It's a long grind to Pirate Legend. And it's like, what else do we do? There's only one enemy with different variants on it. And they're like, all right, next week, we'll show you our whole content map for this week, for this year. And I was like, what? Like, the way we got content mapped for Destiny was through leaks and pictures of boardrooms and stuff like that. Division didn't give us one until nearly six or so months down the track. And Sea of Thieves is like, a month later and they're showing us the whole thing so 
I think it was last week they came out, did a huge video on YouTube. They're like, yep, here's what we're doing. So the first up is their first content one is dropping next month. It's going to be the Hungering Deep. It's going to have a whole bunch of new AI enemies. going to have a whole bunch new threats, And a Kraken. Uh, it's going to have a Kraken. It's already got a Kraken. It's going to have game, bigger so. Kraken. His name's going to be Bilo. Well, I, I think, no, a lot of people think it's going to be sharks. Like big, big, like... Ah. Oh, like a sharks. Megalodon. Yeah, like a Megalodon or something like that. But yeah, the, the way they talk in that video, it's easy on YouTube, onto the Sea of Thieves website. They talk about it extensively. I'm only going to sum up stuff here. They said the new enemy, the big, the, the big, big enemy they're going to introduce is in the title. So it's definitely going to be some sea creature that they're going to think. But apparently there's going to be a whole bunch of new AI enemies as well. So maybe some new boats, like maybe like Royal Navy boats come fighting you and stuff like that. That's coming out next month. And then the, straight after that, the next month after that, they have another big content drop. I think that is called the Forsaken Shores. They're going to introduce a whole more part of the map, a new part of the map, a whole bunch of new more AI enemies, new customizations, new ways to play. They said, giving players new ways to play, giving players a variety of goals and rewards, enriching the world. They in in the in the video they even talked about like a certain island you can jump into the middle of and you can go into like underwater caves and that. And they're like, we love that people have been exploring them and we want to reward you for these. So now like they're probably going to put new ways of getting things for exploring the map and yeah and. I think there's one more one straight after that so we're getting like three months worth of big content patches and then i think in our summer for australia they're dropping another three big content patches as well they haven't named those ones but we're getting all of them for free that's the big, big that news. is good news just, yeah so that was, that was the big thing they talked about they don't want to segment this uh the population like they do in destiny where like if you've got the new content and your friends don't you can't there was points that you couldn't even go in the same pvp matches together yeah on destiny yeah. which was really really shit and even gating off something some of the content that you could do in the previous expansion got moved to the new expansion and then you couldn't do it anymore and it was like yeah not that good so yeah they're giving all of this to us for free they are introducing microtransactions in the next update though but that's going to be for cosmetics only so <laughs> Yeah, they got to make money somehow. Like, I'll still... Yeah. Like, for any game that's constantly... They've got to look after servers and put new content in. They've got to make money somehow, so... Yeah. It's true. I'm yeah. fine with cosmetics. I agree with that. Yeah. You know. Especially payment. if I'm getting big DLC patches with new enemies, new maps, new content, new everything for free. It's going to be... But, oh, it's going to be good. By the way, if the new, like, boss is a giant fucking megalodon, like a giant freaking shark, I'm not playing the game again. I'm sorry. Too, <laughs> no. too scared. Uh, yeah, the the concept of a megalodon scares the shit out of me. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I guess on that note, we'll we'll wrap up the the news there, Ali. I don't want to don't want to deep dive that oh. and give you nightmares wait, tonight, wait, Ali. Of thing. a megalodon shark, a non-terrestrial, uh, probably extinct animal. Yeah. No, yeah. no one knows what that is down and deep I in that just, ocean. Well, well, yeah, point. on that point, point, have you anyone seen the new trailer for that new shark movie with Jason Stratham? It's like it's supposed to be, yeah, a new megalodon that they discover at the bottom of the ocean. And it looks like a terrible D-list movie, but it has, like, Jason in it. And it 
the quality of the trailer looked like a yeah hey this is a triple a movie and i'm like no fucking i haven't i haven't heard that no (laughs) but on on the note of movies uh really quickly um the i just want to say infinity war comes out next week this week if you what you're hearing this on uh you're hearing this on monday the 23rd of april um or at least that's when this is releasing yeah infinity wars drops on the 25th so go check that out for show and be sure to check out brother or sister podcast of this lovely network or within this network forever movie boys who do a fantastic job they were the pricks who um Gave us an absolute roasting last year. Roasted me more than anyone. It was an absolute character assassination. They called me a boy. They did call you a boy as well, which I thought was a bit unnice. You you are a boy. I call myself a boy all the time. That's what I mean. Those roasts were like just... The the movie's called The Meg as well. The the new (laughs) shark movie with Jason Stratham. So go see that when it comes out in the pictures. Before we go to the next segment, the only burn that hurt me was that I should feel bad about playing an Agatha Christie game. (laughs) That was great. That was great. That was like a level of detail that it's just impressive. Like you know, they listen when they've got that dirt oh, yeah. on you. Um, yeah. When well, dirt. Uh, yeah. You heard us. Hey guys, iTunes review of the week. iTunes review of the week. You like the way I threw that in there? Intro that little yeah. one. Forget asking if scared, for permission. It scared me. I got like tingles of like. Whew, Sick whew. of asking for permission to read things out here. <laughs> this isn't a democracy. Um. Okay. So this week's iTunes review of the week comes to us from Dying Rum Pirate, which oh. has to be one CFD of said. has to be one of your friends, NATO. Has to be a sea of thieves. Has fan. to be. That's all I have to say. Um, straight away, I give Dying Rum Pirate five stars for great choice in name. Um, Dying Rum Pirate gives us five stars. Damn, this podcast is Moorish. Um, Dying Rum Pirate. I can't not say the name now. Dying Rum Pirate. Dying, yeah, Dying Rum Pirate goes on to say, "Been listening for a few months now. Can't get enough of this meal. You've served my ears." Keep up that good work. And again, five stars. Dying Rum Pirate, thank you very much for the review this week. Um, it's. I appreciate anytime anyone, like, whenever they write a review and they go on that Hungry Gamers, like, kind of angle. Yeah. On the food thing, like the hungry thing. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I. I. Oh. I, I, Shit. Like, we, Jesus Christ. Hot, hot scoop here. <laughs> Sam the Dream Salim. Gotta change the name now. Hates. He loathes what? when you use a hungry pun in your iTunes review. Just don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Just don't do it. We get it. Yeah. We're the hungry gamers. Keep doing we're the, it. We're the hungry gamers. Keep Keep doing no, it. I'm joking. Of course I'm joking. No, like say whatever you want. Just say it to my face. That's my policy. Um as was the case with the review last week for our 100th episode. That was fantastic. I'm still, you know, reveling in, in that beautiful, um, beautiful review um, and constructive feedback. But Dying Run Pirate, thank you very much for your review. And we're glad that you've been listening for a few months now. So you're a bit of a late entry. Um, don't go back beyond anything, I'd say anything before episode 60. If you're doing that... Oh, really? Well, I don't know. Like, 60... Oh, I only say that because I comfortably know 60 on was pretty good. Probably 30 on. Do we even have a best of? 
I, I went back after listening to you guys play um what's Clan the game? Of Sham? Yeah. yeah, I went back and listened to old episodes just so I could listen to some more Clan of It's fun. It was... Well, we, I don't know. Look, it, it, I know Brendan would love to bring it back. Clan or Sham... Hashtag bring it cl- back. Cl- Hashtag bring it Clan back. Clan or Sham was kind of Brendan's, Brendan's baby. And yeah. it was always this funny thing where I didn't get it, but it was funny. Like, I knew it was funny, but I hated playing it because I always felt like it was just dumb. And I think nah, I think Reese went along with it, but there was always this kind of weird tension anytime we talk about Clan or Sham because I think I wanted to kill it and Brendan wanted to keep it, uh, and it's still around. The so audience, the audience, the send look audience members, please send your tweets in. Join join the cause. Bring back Clan or Sham. Mm. All right. Hashtag. Start a damn Twitter poll. Yeah, let's do it. Bring Dying Rum Pirate, thank you very much for your review. Uh, if you would also like to Yarr. leave a review, you can do so on iTunes. Um, I know SoundCloud's kind of got something there. Stitcher's got something. Um, but do give us a, a, a like or a review on whatever you're listening to us on. Um, as Brendan always points out, it is our lifeblood. It's the reason we kind of get up and do this thing. Um, as I always point out, never gets old saying it. I don't really do it to come and speak to these guys. I try and see them as you know least possible yeah you well you know you guys know that as i found out on episode 100 what? yeah that's a good point i wasn't on your bit was i um no no i i love these guys of course but um you know doing this and, and getting these reviews it's always such a huge motivator for us to come back and keep doing it again and again and again not only to do it but just also improve on the show um so please um like rate subscribe um tell your, tell your friends. friends and if you want to see more of the 8-bit collective you can search the hashtag 8-bit collective on twitter and see all a whole range of podcasts that are currently within the 8-bit network um podcasts like 8-bit mania which is all about wrestling, which was almost what this show was about if the first two <laughs> minutes went on. Um, podcasts like yeah. Forever Movie Boys, which is a fantastic movie review podcast with to- um, Toby and Mache, um, who are funny, funny guys, super funny guys. Love them. Fucking wankers. Love them, but still. I, I love them old, so much. They're like my new favorite Old friends, now. but... Mm, yeah. Um, so anyway, go to 8bit.net as well to get more on that. Um, plugs? We plug in? What are you guys plugging? What are we plugging? We're plugging stuff, are we? I want to kind of give a shout out to our, uh, Designed by Humans store, um, which you can find if you search We Are 8-Bit. Um, discussing with Cruzy actually about getting uniforms, which is just our gear. Um, we actually do have a few designs in there that are really kind of smooth, kind of smick. So um, go check it out. I'm definitely going to be getting a pullover for the winter. Where's my button-up shirt? That's all I want to say. Mm. <laughs> Freaking button-up shirt. You can have a mug for that coffee that you don't drink. Mm. Weak. I want to plug 420. We're recording this episode on April 20, and I just feel like... (laughs) Blaze blaze it! it. Guys, um, I feel like we've all done it at one point or another. Uh, Uh No, really, Ali? Really, Ali? Stayed clean. Straight at 180. Oh, well, Ali. 
girl drinks though apparently that's it's never disgrace myself it's with. never too late to try um i don't and i've been to cali certainly don't participate anymore but the the young more adventurous salim certainly had a had a couple of jays in his time and had nothing but good things to say about it so um if any of Stay our listeners hungry. are st- yeah staying hungry that so way inclined, <laughs> have a j for for the dream and um and celebrate for me even though it's probably 423 when you're listening to this or, or, or after um you can find uh 8-bit at we are 8-bit um search that anywhere on the internet and you're bound to find us uh you can find myself at salim td on the twitters and the instas and you can find me at miss ali hunt and you can find me at the new handle i know nato or as some people have now said i unknown ato at i what at i i know nato i, I know ato <laughs> i know ato <laughs> best <laughs> plug ever um and look that's really it i think for the for the for the new world order for the very first episode oh, i was supposed to remind you about wow as well. uh oh i lost my train of thought i think I think I think I was going somewhere around the paid subscriptions, um, money for effort. Like they do good. I don't know. None of that was yeah. English. Play more Blizzard games. Anyway, um, that's it for another week. And thank you very much for listening. Until next week. Much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.